morning, folks. This is Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast. Her is an acronym for heroic, empowering, and resilient. And this is a self-improvement, self-acceptance, and women empowerment podcast. My main purpose is to encourage, empower, and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity. Each of us has a story. Maybe it was an illness, a financial burden, or a dead-end job just unforeseen circumstances in general, and we may have felt isolated or alone. But because you feel like you may have hit rock bottom, it doesn't mean that it is the end of your story. It is within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who have gone through the very same barriers you are facing today, but they didn't give up. In fact, they used their difficulties to mold them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you. You are her. Heroic, empowering, and resilient. And once again, great morning, folks. Happy day, good people. It is hump day. I'm excited. I'm motivated. It's midweek. We're almost through the end. It's almost Friday. And I'm excited today just to feed you with some positive words. And of course, introduce a powerful and phenomenal woman. Welcome to episode 17. As previously mentioned, her story highlights how different women don't allow their shortcomings to determine their future. If this is your first time tuning in, let's look at this. Our past doesn't dictate our future. Even if your past was something that was smooth sailing or just a hard struggle, tomorrow can always make the difference, good or bad. However, it's important that when facing our adversities, we realize that it isn't the end, but rather a moment to allow personal growth and we can even gain strength throughout the process. With that being said, we don't allow certain struggles to hinder our future. So I want to go in to introduce our special guest today. I have with me Miss J. Monet. And she is, like I stated in the intro, a powerful and a phenomenal woman. She's an owner of a fabulous online boutique, The Chic Attic, that has timeless pieces. And I really do admire everything that you are doing. Jay, tell the listeners a little about yourself. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, thanks, uh, thanks, guys. My name is Jay Monet, and I am an entrepreneur. Um, and my ultimate goal is to inspire women to live life with love, style, and passion. And I'm also an, a full-time employee at Optioner Hospital um, and Hospital Billing. Okay, cool, cool. Thank you so much, Jay. Thank you for taking time, too, because um, as she stated, she's a full-time employee. She has an online business, and our schedules have been crazy these past few weeks just trying to link, but we are getting it together, and I thank you for coming this morning. Um, So once again, I want to lead into this week's episode, and our focus today is basically transitions throughout life right once we have a a breakthrough or have acquired valuable lessons we often ask what would my past self say to my future self but what happens if there's just a broken piece or a missing puzzle to our past just unanswered questions or maybe a sense of lost or self-identity 
So Jay, I want to get into your story and you can just tell the listeners from, you know, the beginning to where you are now and how your past didn't maybe defy your future, but you basically transitioned into, a, you know, a powerful life in where you stand right now. Okay. So, um, basically, um, as a kid, um, I was, I was actually raised by my, by my aunt, which is my mom's sister. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the midst of that, I didn't find that out until I was seven, seven years old. And what happened was, um, I had a dance competition because that's one thing that I'm extremely passionate about um is dancing and so i was introduced to it at the age of let's say maybe about three but i had a dance competition um when i was seven in las vegas nevada so i'm out here or whatnot and i you know i have family you know all these different people that come out and support me that live in las vegas at that time so i get there whatever and i'm pulling up to the to the um what is it the mgm grand hotel where the competition was taking place. So I had all these family members staying out, you know, coming out supporting and everything. And so, um, of course I didn't know them because I was pretty much raised here in New Orleans. And so I get there overnight. And so I see these people, whatever. And so after the competition was over, you know, we go by over my grandmother's house, you know, she cook a big, you know, big dinner mm-hmm. and all these different things or whatever, because that's her thing, of course. You know how grandmas are. Right. <laughs> and, and so that particular night, I had an aunt. It was my aunt and my cousins and, you know, my another aunt. Okay, so I get there or whatever. So my cousin's like, oh, you know, Jay, you know, we want you to stay over or whatever, whatever. So my mom was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. You know, you can stay over, you know, hang out, whatever, whatever. Because that particular time, we were staying at the host hotel where the competition was taking place. So, of course, you know, as a kid, you don't really know what's going on. But you just know you want to have some fun. But I was the only child at that time. So I was one of those kids that was that was a little bit spoiled. I loved being around my parents. And so... As time progressed, you know, it was late in the night, I I guess I noticed that it was dark outside. And so, you know, I'm crying. I'm like, where's my mom? Where's my mom? Whatever. So I had my, my aunt. She comes out and she's like, what's wrong with you? And I said, you know, I want my mom, you know, <laughs> like any mm-hmm. kid would. And so she said, I'm your mama. I'm your mama. Like that. So I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm like, you know, this lady is crazy or whatever, you know. But she, I don't think that it was, I don't think. I don't know what her intentions were, but it was more of, she like, what you crying for? You know, any parent would, uh, whatever, you know, aunt, cousin, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that particular night I went to sleep, you know, I woke up the next morning, my mom came, picked me up and everything, everything was cool. So I was kind of puzzled, even though I was seven, I was a bit puzzled, but at the same time, you know, I let it roll off my shoulders. But as we arrived back to New Orleans, um, my mom and I was going over this bridge. I, I remember it so clearly, even though I was seven. I remember, um, I said, Mom, I said, you know, um, I want to answer you a question or whatever like that. I said, you know, um, when I was over Grandma's house, I said, uh, my aunt, she told me that she was my mom, you know. And so she was like, she had like this look on her face like, yeah, but, you know, yeah, but no, she didn't say no, but she was just like, you know, she didn't know how how to say. She was like, well, you know what? That is your mom. You know, she, um, I took you in. 
or whatever, you know, due to some other circumstances or whatnot. You know, I just wanted to help her out and things of that nature. So I'm like, okay. So at this point, I, I'm stuck. I didn't know what was really going on, but I, I know what she's saying, but I didn't know how to feel. So actually, just to tell you guys a little bit about my mom. My mom was, mom is originally from New Orleans. And, but she moved to Las Vegas um, as a kid with my grandmother and her other siblings. And my mom and my aunt, well, my aunt who's the one that raised me, my aunt and my mom is sisters, but my aunt raised me as her daughter. Mm-hmm. I think I said that right. Okay. So um, she came to, at that time, she came to, like a few years ago, whatever, she, you know, she came to New Orleans or whatnot. And, you know, my aunt just asked if she can take me in, you know, can she raise me, you know, for a few months, a few months turned into a month. And then before you know it, it was, you know, years that went on. And I, you know, was raised here in New Orleans. So um, within time, you know, family gatherings, you know, I will always see my mom, but I was a bit nervous, you know, about who she was. And actually, my first introduction of her wasn't a great one. It was, you know, it was it was a weird situation, you know what I'm saying, when I met her. So I was like, okay. Wait, Jay, what age were you when you had first, like, remember that first encounter with, like, your mom, but your aunt? It was seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of this happened when I was seven. When I when she when I found out that she was my mom, and then when I told my mom, my aunt, you know, who's my who I, who I like I said who I call my mom, um, you know that I had that encounter. That's when she revealed to me that that was my biological mom. Gotcha. Okay. Uh huh. And so at that time, you know, time went on or whatever. And she, I would see my mom, my biological mom, at different events and you know family family gathering and I would get like this feeling in my stomach like a little bit nervous because you it's like okay this is your mom and you know as a kid you know you're supposed to live with your parents right okay Mm -hmm. so but you don't know what to feel but at the same time you have developed a new norm because I had been living with my my aunt you know pretty much my entire life you know what I'm saying that was the only person that I knew so um time progressed and you know Maybe a few years later, I um I heard of my dad. Now, I knew he lived in, uh, my biological father, I knew he lived in Las Vegas, but I didn't know him. I didn't know, I never met him, per se. I just would hear bits and pieces about him and stuff like that. And so, at that time, you know, I wasn't really worrying about it because I grew up with a, a, a mother and a father in the household. You know, my aunt and her husband, mm-hmm. they pretty much raised me as their own. Um. I didn't, it was like, it wasn't something, it was like, I wanted to know, but I really didn't understand, you know, and it was just, you know, just a lot that was going on at that time. So maybe like the year of Katrina, which was 2005, I, um, you know, my family, we, we moved to Las Vegas. So I had a chance to actually see, you know, my family, you know, and yeah, well, I didn't just see everybody. I saw my mom, my grandmother, and I saw my, I don't believe I saw my dad one time but I don't think it was to the point where I really knew who he was even though I was in eighth grade mm-hmm. but it was I don't know it was just a little it was a little different you know what I mean so but at the same time you know with everything going on in the city of New Orleans I realized that you know life is short you know what I mean and you don't want to live life with regrets 
because that, for a very long time, I wouldn't want to be around my, my mom because I was nervous. I was afraid. You know, I just was different, you know, different things that was going on in my mind right. on who she is or why would she do something like that? Like, what was the real reason? Of course, you would hear, I would hear different reasons, uh, you know, um, on why she did it, you know, but it never was it, still to this day. It's still not clear on why or, and you know, what actually happened because you have like mixed, you know, mixed things that go on and people will say it or not. But, um, did, did you ever have that conversation with her like one-on-one as to why she did it? Yeah, I did. I asked her and it's, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's something, because at, at the same time, like, right now, we're actually still in the process of building our relationship, mm-hmm. so it's, it's like, okay, I apologize for what I did, but at the same time, it's still not clear on what I did, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not like I'm taking full ownership of, oh, I did this to you, but, you know, I, I don't know, it's like, I did this to you, but at the same time, I'm going to help you heal, but at the same time... <laughs> I feel you can't help me heal if you don't know all the answers. If you don't know, if I don't know all the details, I don't Mm -hmm. know all the details. I don't even know my truth. You know what I'm saying? You you can't even stand your truth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know, nevertheless, you know, it's still a progress or whatever. You know, I still, you know, I still talk to my mom and, you know, you know, I came back to New Orleans or whatever after, uh, you know, well, we moved back to New Orleans in actually in 2000. I want to say 2006 because we moved to we stayed in Las Vegas for a little while, and we came back and you know continue on with our lives with my my mom and my dad who raised you know my, my parents who raised me or whatnot. And at that moment, I felt like okay, I had to I had to start doing some things different, you know. And you know, I started moving differently. I started thinking differently, you know. And within time, you know, um, you know, I graduated. I went to, um, I, I did go to college and I, um, what? And I, I went to college. I, gra- I graduated with my bachelor's of science in biology. And of course, I felt like that was a big milestone for me. Right. Because I didn't, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have my mom and dad, you know, mm. my biological parents. I had, I had a mom and dad in the household, but I didn't have my biological parents in the household to actually support. You know, and nevertheless, I, I mean, I still had other siblings, you know, by my mom. I have two older brothers um, that I, you know, I didn't, I knew them, but I didn't know them. Like, you, you didn't know. grow up with them in the house. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so that was something that I felt like I was missing growing up. But, um, you know, despite of it all, you know, I still, you know, I still made it, mm-hmm. you know. And actually, within this past year, actually, my birthday last week, you know, I had the chance to go back to Vegas. You know, that was something that I knew I wanted to do. Um, going into my 26th birthday, I wanted to basically, you know, kind of like bring put all the puzzle pieces back together. Right. You know what I mean? In my life or whatever, it's, and actually tap into who I really am or where I'm actually from. So I, I took time out to go to Vegas and I met my dad again um, for the, maybe about the second time. And it was an amazing experience. You know, I met him, I saw him, and I saw my siblings. And I tell you, like, just to meet somebody that share the same characteristics that you do, that that have, you know, some feeling, the same feelings and things of that nature, and also excited about meeting you, you know what I mean? Right. It's an amazing mm-hmm. experience, you know, but anybody, 
you know what I mean? Even, I mean, for you guys that's listening, um, you know the relationship that you have with your sister or your brother. You can't live without that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And to meet, to know that you have people out there that you could have had that bond with, but it's still not too late to have that bond with is, is amazing. Right. You know I was about to say, that's an amazing feeling. Yeah. Um, within you meeting them, like meeting your father, meeting your siblings, were you able to just engage and have conversation? Just some things that you may have had questions with growing up or, um, you know, just different family pieces or history. Were you able to rekindle anything or just answer cer- certain things based on the short visit that you had? Like, were you able to put certain pieces together when you were there? Well, actually... With my dad, we actually didn't have, like, uh, we didn't really have a conversation about, you know, the past. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know, you know, I know sometimes that can be a, a bit uncomfortable for, for some. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like within time, you know, the conversation will come up. But I was able to, you know, converse with him and, you know, still be, you know, talk to him and, you know, feel him out. And I mean, it was very genuine and very, it felt it felt normal to have a conversation with him. And also with my siblings, it was, you would have thought I've been knowing them for years. Yeah. You know, it, it was just like, I don't know. It was just, it's just, it's just a amazing experience and feeling like I just, I can't describe it. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it was, it was great. It was great. I mean, the conversations was great. Of course I talked to them about a lot, but, um, you know, yeah. For so the most it's, part, it's we, we all just trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Right. I was about to say, it's safe to say that, you know, that, re- well, the visit that you had, it wasn't focused so much on what you didn't have or the experience, experiences that weren't shared, but more so just working and focusing on now and the relationships that we can build and just moving forward. So I definitely get that. I definitely understand that and making that visit not about, why you weren't there or why this didn't why right. this happened the way that it did this is my birthday i'm with family let's just enjoy the moment for what it Absolutely. is so yep. um i will ask you this though with you growing up and like oh, being aware of what happened and let's say like in your adolescent years and teenage years and um, you know, the process within you getting your degree in college and things, did you ever have like difficulty opening up to other people or, you know, trying, find, like finding yourself, uh, trying to work like extra hard just to be accepted by others because of some unanswered, uh, pieces or puzzles within the past? Um, I would say, I, I, I want to say yes and I want to say no. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I grew up with, even though I grew, I grew up with a mother and father, and I guess I, they gave me everything that I needed throughout my my childhood, you know, into adult life. Right. And so after I didn't really experience the missing piece, but I guess because I know that that I, you know, that I do have a, 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 you know, a biological mother that I was, you know, that's not my mom, you know, mm-hmm. those different things and my father and I have siblings and all these different things, of course, it's like, you want that and you have questions on why it happened, but I never really experienced the feeling of rejection because my parents, they display love. They always make, even the, even my family, 
family, you know, they always were supportive of everything that I did. They were very inspiring. I mean, I, I consider myself blessed because I always had people in my life to, you know, uplift me. I never, I never had that feeling of rejection or, um, you know, I had that, that well, I'm not going to say I never did, but I did experience that with my mom because, like, within time, it was like, I would see how she interact my biological mom, I'm saying, mm-hmm. I would see how she interact with my other two siblings. And so I would be like, oh, well, why is it like this? Or why is it like that? And then not to mention my, my mom, she actually adopt um, another little girl. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another kid. So it, of course, you know, at that time, I felt like that's what triggered it. You know what I mean? It was right. more like, okay. Okay, she at first before I did it's like okay, maybe some things happen or whatever, you know. Um, what she just couldn't, you know, she couldn't take care of me, she couldn't be supportive of me. But when that took place, it was like, okay, well, dang, like, what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? Like, what what was my issue, or what, what you know, why why wasn't it? What was so different about me? To uh, what was so different about me that she wanted to? She allowed, you know need to be raised by someone else or whatever the case was but I guess like I said I mean I feel like it was a blessing in disguise I mean I had an amazing life I had you know everything I, I had a, a nice home I went to you know the best schools um I graduated you know not to you know see even though I didn't have my parents I feel like I, I've, I've accomplished a lot you know I was able to start my business I graduated from college I have a good job and you know, I feel like that's a blessing just there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What well, I this really, you know, it's. I think that your story it should provide others with motivation, just because of yeah. the fact that you did not let your past defy who you were. You know, it's just so many times, and I don't want to say that we give ourselves excuses, but, you know, we focus so much on what we don't have that we don't realize the blessings that are before us and right in front of our faces. And, you know, you made that clear that although you may not have had the relationship with your biological parents, at the end of the day, you were still very grateful for your aunt and your uncle who sacrificed and provided you with, you know, the best that they could provide. And so that's just, you know, you being able to realize that at a young age, because I know some selfish people that are grown adults and still don't grasp that concept, you know, but you are able to realize that at a young age and still remain focused. So um, with that being said, let's talk a little bit, a little bit about your online boutique and who you are as a businesswoman and with you being an entrepreneur. So what is the name of your store store again? And just tell them um, how they can follow you on Instagram and online and you know, the type of clothes and things that you sell your apparel. Okay. Well, the name of my company is the chic addict and the chic addict is a brand for is basically for women that's on the rise, women that's making moves, um, basically giving you the professional look, but also giving you sexy at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I did that because I, you know, I had a strong passion for fashion and, you know, I, I, I just, I feel like when you're passionate about something, you might as well, you know, work on just that and allow it, you know, if you, if you doing something that you're passionate about, you know, the money is going to come. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's why I stepped out on faith and did that. But um, it's an amazing journey. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at the Sheik Addict. 
with two underscores at the end. And then also, um, you can check out my website as well at www.thesheikaddict.com. And yeah. And thank you again, Jay. Thank you so much for joining. Um, Audience, me and Jay, we actually met at a pop-up shop um, that we had participated in maybe like at the beginning of the year. Um, But it's just so important, too, that we empower and we uplift black women that, you know, have the same type of of goals and just just a sense of just trying to motivate, encourage women of power and women of color just to, you know, to step out on faith, you know, to not allow certain things to break you. And that if you remain focused, you can see that end result and you can, you know, break through anything that has tried to hinder you within the past. So. So, um, once again, I just want to state that you're very strong and you're resilient and your, your story is just a perfect example that God has called each of us to our desired purpose at a specific time. So no matter what our past is, or no matter what somebody told you that you couldn't do, you know, if it's for you, it's for you regardless. So thanks again. No problem, no problem. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. And guys, in closing, always remember that your story is not solely for you. It is meant to be shared with women and provide hope to those facing similar hurdles. You don't have to be ashamed and you definitely don't have to be afraid to share. You are a victor, you are a winner, and you will not be defeated. You declare growth and prosperity over your life and troubles do not last always. You are brilliant, bold, and beautiful. You are her, heroic, empowering, and resilient. And one last request I'm asking of you, if you are empowered or motivated in any way by Jay's story, please follow on Instagram, her story underscore podcast, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Her story podcast is available on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Play, Google Play, and also on a local media outlet, Be Baton Rouge. And this is Jay Jameson, and we're out.